Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, not only a lot going on, there was a lot from the weekend. Where do you want to start, David? Uh, well, House Democrat Pramila Jayapal apparently can't unequivocally condemn Hamas raping Israeli hostages. Golly. Now, th- this is astounding, man. She was on CNN and Dana Bash asked her why progressive women have been fairly silent about this. Okay. I think we have to remember that... Israel is a democracy. That is why they are a strong ally of ours. And if they do not comply with international humanitarian law, they are bringing themselves to a place that makes it much more difficult strategically for them to be able to build the kinds of allies to keep public opinion with them. And frankly, uh, morally, I think we cannot say that one war crime deserves another. That is not what international humanitarian law says. Okay, with with respect, I was just asking about the... Yeah, man. Those talking points were rehearsed. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Had them down. No doubt about that. With respect, I was just asking about the, the women, and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question, Dana. I, I said it's horrific, and okay. I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. However, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against no, Palestinians. Yeah. See, that's the thing. We don't have to be down- balanced. You have to be balanced. Because that is the whole place the left comes from. Because it's so anti-Jew, you have to stick to it somehow, some way. So the atrocities that happened with Hamas, somehow you got to say, yeah, but yeah. you just can't say what they did was unthinkable. What they did was absolutely savage, and it can't be put up with. You can't go ahead and say that, but then there's the other side. No, there is no other side. To most people, there's just not. I mean, you can make an argument for other side, other side stuff, but you can't with that. Oh, it all starts with the occupation and all that no, nonsense. No, I mean, but if you want to make that I, argument... There's a growing that, amount of people that is tired of all of the same talking points from people like Jayapal. Can we all agree that rape's a bad thing? Yes, but you have to understand. Yeah, see, right. that's, that's, that's where he, I, I, I I'm yelling at the TV, right? Right. Absolutely. She's a terrible person. Yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah, she's but a really... But you don't see Israeli soldiers raping... Um, well, Dana, I think women. we're not... We're not I, I don't want this to be the hierarchy of oppressions. <laughs> the hierarchy, the hierarchy of, of oppressions. Okay. Unbelievable. What about the hierarchy of atrocities? Because your side's got it. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. Right. They, they keep falling back on this talking point that Israel is engaged in indiscriminate bombing. 
against it's, God's. It's a lie. It's just another lie. Yeah. I mean, if it was indiscriminate bombing, things would look a lot different. That would be that, by which I mean Gaza would no longer exist. It would have been gone October 12th. Yeah. We wouldn't even be talking about it anymore. It already would have been done. You just get frustrated listening to this over and over. I don't know if anybody saw the 60 Minutes piece about college campuses oh, yeah. and some are trying to have the conversation, you know, both sides of this. And there's one side that's completely full of crap and rarely get called out on it, especially from legacy media. It's frustrating to watch. I agree. Um, yeah. Did you get your update? No, I, no I, I think here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, too, that while we're expelling people from Congress, can we start it all over again and just start you know, picking them off one after another? Sure. Start with her. Just expelling people? Yeah, just yeah. kicking them out. Yeah, just expel. While we're on it, while we're doing it, while the irons are hot, oh, with the, the squad. expulsion, you know, is going on. Yeah, just they, out you go, out. Meanwhile, the biggest fear we have as a species is well, climate change. Uh, Always uh, keep that in mind. It goes back to climate change. Right, right. Yes, we're, we're told that again. And we have leaders from around the world taking private flights and landing in an oil-rich country. Yes. In order to talk about how we need to do away with fossil fuels. Okay, yeah, this whole thing's a scam. John Kerry, the Biden administration's climate envoy, says he's perfectly happy with people in Europe freezing to death. Um, as long as the green weenie agenda can get pushed through. He was talking about coal-fired power plants and how we need to get rid of all of them. Okay. There shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. That's how you can do something for health. And the reality is that we're not doing it. So, What if you're cold, you're freezing, you got no other way to warm up? Yeah. Who the hell says permitted? Good question. Who know. talks like that? He just, he's... Some of the things you pick so, out. I know. It's just permitted. To me. Well, you're permitted. You should never be able to be permitted. It's not permitted anymore. It's permitted. So, um, you know, the measure here is is really uh, sounding the alarm bell. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. Mr. Private Jet. God. Again well, and again. Well, also, okay, you know why Germany, for example, has permitted uh, more coal-fired plants? It's because, well, the natural gas thing got a little interrupted by that whole you know, Russia-Ukraine thing. Yep. And they don't want a lot of people to die, John. Right. That's an adult decision, by the way. That's saying, look, we're going to have to go back to this because we don't want our population to freeze to death, John. Correct. That's how actual functional adults think. They make decisions, and hopefully good leaders think this way too, which is they make decisions that may lead to more people not dying. This is why China has increased coal production, why they are using more and more coal-fired energy plant or energy uh, uh facilities it's because they they realize hey this is a cheap source of energy that can keep the most amount of people alive yes well and michael schellenberger has a whole piece so we can get to more of it later um it's talking about nuclear because it's not embraced and honestly 
it could be used, then it's so much cleaner. But people are like, oh, nuclear, oh, no, don't want any of that. Um, but he lays out the hypocrisy with people like Kerry very well. And he's done this for a while. Hats off to him because he tells the truth about it. He's very smart when it comes to the topic. I'm not sure about nuclear because if that happens again, James Taylor will be writing another song and going on tour. <laughs> yeah, that's 40 years ago, man. No nukes, man. I know, right? There was a whole Part 70s two. I know. Let's... I know. Of course. Yes. Um, something else from this weekend. There was an interview cut short because someone said, yeah, I still support Trump. What is this and who is this? Yeah, Kelsey Grammer, he did an interview with the BBC about the return of Frasier on, I guess, Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the folks at Paramount who were there, the PR people, decided to cut the interview short because politics came up. And you, can hear, you can't hear the person from Paramount, but apparently he's getting the signal as the okay. presenter is asking him about his past support of Donald Trump. And, well, here's how uh, that went. You were, at least you were a Trump supporter. I'm fascinated to know if you, if you still are. I am. And um, that's, I'll let that be the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're wrapping it up. Well, the BBC radio reporter was talking about it after the fact, saying, well, yeah, we were told we had to wrap it up after that started coming up. Okay. That was the end of it. Though I have to say, actually, Kelsey Grammer himself was perfectly happy to go on talking about it. The Paramount Plus PR people, less happy that he talked about it at some length. They'll so be we, really thrilled that you we, mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really thrilled. Anyway, they uh, they decided that uh, we'd had plenty of time for our interview. But I should stress that he was absolutely perfectly happy to talk about why he supports Donald Trump and still does. Well, I'm glad that guy told the truth. Yeah. I mean, he may not have a job for much longer. That's what happens with different people that tell the truth. Right. But I'm glad he did. All of a sudden, <laughs> Frazier gets canceled again. <laughs> that's probably what they're afraid of you know you hear from the left all the time about how like oh all these MAGA Republicans are fascists and whatever think about this though I know it's just kind of a funny story but you have a major television actor who's asked about a presidential candidate he supports Mm -hmm. and that panics the PR people enough to where they say you can't talk about it anymore which side is the fascist? Uh, uh, seriously. Yeah. It's yeah. a great point, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I think we're all so used to it now, you don't even think about it. Yeah. Like, of course they canceled it because of Trump, Orange Man, ah, and they freak out. Do they know Kelsey Grammer was also in a Christian movie? Oh, my goodness. No, that's strike two. I know. We better watch mm-hmm. out, man. Yep. Watch out for that. Before long, he's going to be calling out the green weenie people, and you're never going to work again. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, David, uh, this was Taylor Swift against Simone Biles? Yeah, well, it was the Kansas City Chiefs against the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Uh, but it was being billed as really just a, a, it was it was Taylor Swift versus Simone Biles. Because Simone Biles is married to a Packers player. Yes. Uh, and so the headline was, Simone Biles kisses new husband Jonathan Owens for good luck as he faces off against Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and then after the game... One headline I saw was Taylor Swift's first Chiefs loss ends with Simone Biles' husband pushing Travis Kelsey. That's true. Wow. That's very true. That was him that did it. Yeah. But but it was Taylor Swift's first Chiefs loss. Yes. Not the Chiefs loss at all. Dude. And I missed most of this game. But then the morning shows today... That was the big thing. Yeah. Taylor Swift, Simone Biles, blah, 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 blah. I didn't even see. What, how was, did Kelsey play okay? 
I only remember him catching one pass. I know he caught more than that, I'm sure, but I remember him catching one. I didn't. But I don't know it. how many he caught. But the end zone one at the end that was that could have been flagged. It was one of those weird plays that you know everybody's going for the ball. Okay. But uh, Simone Biles' husband did give him a little shove. Okay. All right. Enough already. I just noticed that as far as Kelsey, we had a fumble in that one game and then a drop pass that certainly cost them. And it's going through my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mickey, he was training Rocky. Women, weaken legs. If you remember that. Every time I see him do something wrong, I'm like, dude, this is going to go bad. You know the rest of the team is so tired of this nonsense. Everything else. You know, big, big other controversy with football. Yeah. Florida State's undefeated. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You don't lose and a game all year, on. and you don't yeah. get a chance. Oh, my goodness. What the heck, man? Yeah, that, that is brutal. We'll get into more of that. Congrats to, to the Longhorns, though. They're in. Yeah? You're going to congratulate everybody else or just the Longhorns? You just well, going to homer? We're just looking at David going, Texas yeah. guy. No, yeah, it's yes, exciting. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Got to get to the uh, interview with DeSantis and Kristen Welker. There was a question that kept coming up again and again. That and much more coming up right here. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. There's an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MBCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be cray. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This holiday season, we're unwrapping joy and tuning in the cheer. Wishing you a Christmas merrier than a cat on a sled. My cats don't look very merry. Well, that's because you didn't train them very much. And a new year so fantastic, even your resolutions will bro-hug each other. <gasps> Please don't touch me. From our crew to your ears, have a holly jolly Christmas and a side-splitting New Year. Laughter is the best <laughs> gift you can read yet. Come on, bring it in, bro. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> 
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I wasn't lying about the whole Travis Kelsey thing when you brought up Taylor Swift and Simone Biles and Chiefs Packers and all the coverage of that. He said after that one game, I have not played up to the level I have in the past. No, he's not. I got to be better. You said he only had five targets last night? Yeah. Wow, that's unusual. Yeah, I mean, from what it's been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's lost a step. Well, you got to know. Women weaken legs. (laughs) Thank you. By the way, that scene in Rocky, when he's training, and then Adrian comes in, that is one of the funniest things. It's like it holds up. He calls her the pet shop dame. Oh, my gosh, is that hilarious. Rock. What? Get out of here! That's, that's Andy Reid. While I'm conducting business, move your little chicken. That's Andy Reid. Move your little chicken out of here. Taylor Swift, get out! Not welcome here. Okay, we got. She move was on. hugging uh, Mrs. Mahomes last night. Of course. Can we move on now, or do you want to talk more about it? No, I just can't wait for her next album, condemning the Green Bay Packer guy. Okay. I throw shade at him for bumping her boy. Ron DeSantis on NBC yesterday. David, how did it go? Yeah, well, Ron DeSantis has done what's called the full Grassley in reference to Iowa Senator uh, Chuck Grassley. Uh, it means he's visited every single county in Iowa ahead of the Iowa caucuses. Uh, oh. And yet he's trailing Trump in the polls so much that NBC's Kristen Welker seems to think he's going to drop out before the votes actually get cast. Okay, roll it. So, Governor, I have to ask you, are you committed to staying in this race through the Iowa caucuses? Well, I'll tell you what, doing all 99 counties is a tradition here. It's something that Governor Reynolds advised that I do. And it's it's a way to, one, show that you're earning people's support. Uh, two, it's a way to hear from real people uh, outside of kind of the media bubble about what's important to them. And then I think, three, it reminds you that at the end of the day, uh, you're a servant. And we look forward to being victorious on January 15th. So just to be clear, you are committed to staying in the race through the caucuses. <laughs> Why do you have your arms out, Scott? Well, he just said he was. Right. Actually, he didn't. Well, he kind of did by saying, well, you know, when the votes are cast. He could just say, yes, I am, and then go into his line. He could have. I'm just saying. No, I think he's, he answered the question. I just, oh, just get so tired of political speak. You're no, asked no, a straight it. question, you just say, yes, we are, and then go into your talking points. We'll get there. Okay. Of course I am. I mean, it's absurd that I wouldn't be. But I'll tell you one thing, uh, what people in Iowa and even the other early states, they do not want the media choosing the Republican nominee. Uh, They do not want narrative to trump over their decisions. And so I see a lot of resistance on the ground here to some of the things that have tried to be spun, whether it's through polls, whether it's through pundits. Uh, And I think that's a good thing. And I like Ron. Yeah. Said it many times. I think you make a great president. I don't think it's going to happen this time around. I just don't see anybody, whether it's him or Haley, really challenging Trump. Do you? Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens after Mm, Iowa and New Hampshire. I mean, right now, no, it looks like it's over. Well, New Hampshire's Trump's all the way. I mean, that's I don't even think that's going to be close, but we'll see. Because it has to get down to one-on-one. That's what everyone says for one person to really have a shot against Trump. I don't know. We'll see. Did you see the story? Oh, my goodness, man. Rainier, Washington. Mount Rainier. Dude lost by one vote. He didn't vote for himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. How do you not vote for yourself? 
It's two guys running for the same seat, city council, Damian Green, Ryan Roth. One vote, 246-247. Damian did not vote for himself. Said he didn't feel right doing it. Oh, man. Seriously. I didn't feel comfortable voting for myself. I thought it was kind of narcissistic. So I didn't. We have no changes to the results. <laughs> it looks like Mr. Roth unofficially is leading. And so it become official this afternoon at 4 o'clock during our canvassing board meeting. Awesome. Oh! Well, that's what having a conscience will do to you in politics. Well, well I don't... I don't think voting for yourself is narcissistic. You already said you're the best person for the job. <laughs> Obviously, you'd vote for yourself, right? Thank. Wow. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day. I, I, I mean, part of it, it feels like a broken record, honestly, but it's the mini Hitler youth hitting the streets again uh, yeah. over the weekend. And, and a lot of Democrats really stand mum about all of this. Yeah. It's like they've radicalized and brainwashed part of the upcoming base of the Democratic Party, and now they need their vote, and so they can't go against what they've taught them, to hate other people. Well, they count on the 98% kook vote. That usually goes their way. Yeah, you don't want to tick those people off. You don't can't screw that around, but you also can't go out and go, well, I support them, you know. Yeah. Story of a town in Maine removing a Star of David from its holiday display. Get to that and a round of What's Your Story straight ahead. Hey, it's Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, me, Scott Robbins, from the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show, where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer. Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. This is big. Yeah, this is pretty big. Uh, The chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, uh, has announced, uh, I guess, the public release of some subpoenaed bank records related to Hunter Biden and President Joe Biden. And this is about as close as we've gotten to a smoking gun when it comes to the Biden crime family or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just let him explain it. This is a video he put out on X. We can officially add this latest talking point to the list of lies. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, a Wasco PC, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other shady corners of the world. At this moment, Hunter Biden is under an investigation by the Department of Justice for using a Wasco PC for tax evasion and other serious crimes. And based on whistleblower testimony, we know the Justice Department made a concerted effort to prevent investigators from asking questions about Joe Biden. I wonder why. The more we learn, it appears the Justice Department was trying to cover up for the Bidens. 
Oh, mm. boy. That's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I think he knows. I mean, that's, that's pretty Tell damning. it to the judge, man. Well, for the, there's no evidence, David. There's no evidence that <laughs> well, Joe Biden did anything wrong. There's been plenty of evidence that his son was acting as the family bagman to go and uh, get money from all over the world and funnel it to the family. And if you have one of his corporate entities that's giving Joe Biden a monthly payment, well, at the very least, that looks very suspicious and may actually warrant some explanation from the White House. No one said that. Who said that? A lot of people. Well, the people who know it. <laughs> I love that one. Who said that? No, no one, one said, said that. that. What? No, everyone is saying that. That's following this at all. Now, it's going to really be something if uh, Joe Biden is the one that ends up going to jail and Donald Trump is the next president. It's possible. Heads will blow up. You'll be able to audibly hear them. Well, oh. dude, I mean, you just follow the trail. The emails, the texts, Hunter griping a moment. I got to give all my money to dad. Well, yeah, he yeah. set you up with this yeah, stuff, no dude. Kidding. That's the way it say. works. A little appreciation for pops there, Hunter. You wouldn't have that gig without him. Don't you remember how this worked? Well, yeah. yeah, but still, 10%. Wasn't, wasn't for your last name. He'd be living in a tent somewhere on the street. Well, yeah, he, dude, he said it. it in the ABC interview. Well, obviously, I mean, I got the job because of my last name. Yeah. Right. With Barisma, he admitted that. Okay, so more on that a little bit later. Um, mentioned this story. You talked about the anti-Semitism. Suburb of Portland, Maine, removed a Star of David from its annual holiday lights display. A local Arab-American organization complained, called it offensive. <laughs> That's sorry. That, that that's offensive. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. So, as you go on in this story, you know, the, there is a reminder that there is religious freedom in America. Mm-hmm. It's not like most Arab countries where there's not. Um. Yes, separation between church and state, and that can be a much longer issue if you want to get into it sometime. Um. But the thing about this story you see um, that's crazy to me, the mayor, Michael Foley, said, I I think it was all positive intent to just try and be more inclusive, said there's been no ill intention by it to starve David. It was simply an honest mistake, and it was never included in our display. (laughs) Let's, Let's be inclusive by excluding the Jews. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. It was no to add it was no ill intent. They were just trying to be inclusive. And then he said, um, "The star had been ordered by a city employee without his knowledge." And he said, "I still don't truly understand why the local Arab group, the New England Arab American Organization, had complained about it." No. The, okay, are you seriously telling me you don't understand why they complained about it? And you're the mayor. It's- you can't be that dumb. Well, you got to know why they complained. Yeah. Might be living in fear. I get the feeling some of these groups don't like the Jewish people. Call me crazy. Well, no, it's, I, I mean, <laughs> it's nuts. I man. know it is nuts. It's just so upside down. It's so crazy. So they view it as the city taking a side in the war. We're supporting one country over another. Okay. How about just 
No, the star of David, it's going to represent multiple faiths, and that's what we're doing. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Okay, we're not surrendering to you. You want to go be a terrorist? Do it in another country. In this country, we do it different. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, I'm for it. Uh, dude, the, the patty cake games with all these different officials, oh, we don't want to offend. And we got to say Islamophobia every time we say anti-Semitism. You're freaking cowards. Yeah, like it's Just hurting, call it what it is. Like it's hurting the tourism dollars in Gaza if we do that. Right. <laughs> Unreal, man. You get the feeling more and more people are getting sick and tired of this nonsense. Stop it already. Okay. That part of the show. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? All right, dude. I went down a really weird rabbit hole over the weekend about Nicolas Cage. All right. Wow. Fascinating guy. Yes. I mean, just a very weird guy has had a very weird career. Yeah. You're talking like great actor who winds up doing just insane movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've ever heard this story. I had not. Okay. Uh, but let's go back to 1979. All right. Nicolas Cage was 15 years old. His uncle was in the film industry. And he was still Nicolas Coppola at that time, yeah, right? Yeah, at that time, yeah. Yeah, and he wanted to, he wanted to act, Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage did. So he's trying to pressure his uncle into giving him a screen test. He said, I'll show you acting. That's the quote. I'll show you acting. His -hmm. uncle answered with silence because his uncle was Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Who at that time had already written Patton, directed The Godfather, Parts 1 and 2, and Apocalypse Now. And Nicolas Cage was staring at him saying, I'll show you acting. Just give me a screen test. (laughs) Yes. You know why he changed his name to Cage, right? No. Well, it was, well, one, inspired by Luke Cage, right, the Marvel thing, but also because he wanted to avoid the appearance of nepotism. Absolutely. Yes. Because if he went with Coppola, everyone would say, well, the reason you got the yeah. gig was because of your uncle. Yeah, it wasn't like Coppola was doing B-movies. Yeah. No, good for him. Well, that's, that's uh, I'll tell you what, that's, that's some uh, absolute... Non-ego right there, right? I'm just gonna, right? He's got nothing to lose. It's his uncle. He's nine, man. Wow. No, I appreciate Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Oh, I know you're a big fan of Nick Cage. Long yes. time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know he's a punchline for a lot of people. That's fine. No, that's but fine. If you like Nick Cage, I'm, I'm good with that. I haven't seen all the movies. I mean, at some point, you're like, okay, I'm not watching another garbage movie. But he's had a lot of great movies. Yes. No doubt. All right. For what's your story, Scott? What do you got? The family of the nine-year-old Kansas City Chief fan whom Deadspin accused of being racist mm-hmm. for wearing a Native American headdress and painting his face half black and half red is threatening to sue the publisher and the reporter. Holden Armada's parents are Shannon and Raul. They've hired Claire Locke, LLP, to demand that Deadspin and the senior writer Karen Phillips issue a retraction to the story headline, the NFL needs to speak out against Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface and native headdress. They also threaten further legal action against the reporter, Deadspin, publisher, and Great Hill Partners in a letter. These articles and posts on X and photos about Holden and his parents must be retracted immediately, the letter said. They haven't done it yet. There's been nothing awarded yet, but Deadspin is probably going to give him college for the rest of his life and, of course, a car, <laughs> a brand-new car every year. Uh, for my story today, for what's your story, 
you know, around Christmas time, it can get pretty expensive if you got kids and you're buying presents, all that sort of stuff. Brings me to the story about Nick Cannon. You know, Nick Cannon uh, has fathered 12 kids. Jeez. Oh, one died in infancy, but still 11. Okay. Oh, boy. And not only are we talking about Christmas presents, but it also includes trips to Disney. And they're not free. So this is pretty interesting. Now, Nick did work for Disney for a while. Okay, if you remember, he had had twins with Mariah Carey. But he doesn't work for Disney anymore. And according to the story, he's got to pay like everybody else. And he spends around $200,000 a year at Disney. Dang. Every birthday and every Christmas, he's taking the kids. All of them? Huh? He said he he's literally at Disneyland once a month. Said it's already off the top expensive if you're trying to stay in the hotel. It's not how it used to be. You got to make reservations. <laughs> Two hundred grand a year. Mm. And he does. Does he still? He, he does. America's Got Talent, right? He's like the MC. One I have no those. idea to be honest. I, I, I don't, don't watch know any of those. He's shows. like the backstage but... guy that talks to you know. That's the only time I've ever seen him. I don't know what he does. For, I mean, where's the money coming from? He, to me, now he's more famous for the amount of kids he has than he, anything else. Well, he, he used to be married to Mariah Carey. Like Octodad. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about Octomom in years. Right, there you go. How did those kids turn out? Well, I have no idea. And if it's sad, I don't even want to know. You know. I, there's enough sadness in the world. Holy smokes. All right, much more to get to. Um... Oh, David's got a great story about Cornell students. You got to hear. Straight ahead. Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer. For this risk-free offer and free shipping call 800-671-9900 that's 800-671-9900 or go to prostatehx.com for prostate hx today take advantage of this limited time risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for prostate hx or go to prostatehx.com that's prostatehx.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease a holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be cray. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com.
What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, what's the story with the Cornell students, Dave? Yeah, Cornell students are protesting in favor of Hamas. They did an occupation of part of the campus, and part of the protest involved a mock trial because not only are they little Nazis, but they're dorks as well. So they had a mock trial where they found the university's president guilty of genocide. Oh, God. Because of Cornell's investments in Israeli companies. Now, one of the children. Yeah. This is so stupid. One of the uh, people leading the protest gave this hilarious update, acting like a hero because we are occupying Cornell. And the good news, (laughs) he writes. We've got enough snacks, water, and body to occupy Cornell. <laughs> the good news is the revolution has snacks, okay? And juice boxes. Yeah. What? Golly. Little medals and little trophies. Right. Make them feel good. Dang. Don't want their self-esteem to go down. Oh, no, no. Of course not. Tomorrow's leaders. Dude, it was like that 60 Minutes piece, yeah. that hunk of garbage. Showing the, you know, like giving some sort of esteem to these kids on the college campuses, the voice of tomorrow. And they came to the protest. They don't have any idea what's going on. They're told what to say. They just want to be part of something. They're knuckleheads. You know, in 1967, 68, 69, when the revolution was taking place with the young kids. Yeah. They all grew up to be older kids. And they all figured, you know what? I got to pay for things now. Mm Mm-hmm. Time to uh, go to work. Time to be the man I railed against. It happens. Because I want to yeah. make money. The, the thing well, is... you have to survive. Idiots. It's not living off parents or the government anymore. Although it's easier you to do You have to scratch now. a living. Yeah. The, the problem is, though, is that while a lot of those kids grew up and got jobs and all that stuff, they still yep. have rose-colored glasses about uh, the protest movement, so they coddle the kids a lot no, of them you, you, do that's a valid point who wind yes. up protesting because yeah. they're like living vicariously through them through them yeah well think about what would have been protested in 1967 versus what's being protested right now right do you understand what side you're on right now how you've been brainwashed and i don't think a lot of them do well and people that took the side of vietnam during the war were more or less ostracized Yes. You want to do that, you're going to take a beating. Man, oh, man. Okay, on a lighter note, I don't know if you saw this story. And, Scott, I know that you are a collector. Yes. Okay, do you have any understanding of why a person would want to collect a million VHS copies of the movie Titanic? None whatsoever. There's a fine line between collector and mental illness. I've told you that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh when does it become mental illness? I'm just curious. I think when it starts to consume your life to the point that you can't move around in your living room or your okay. kitchen or 
Your bedroom is stacked to the ceiling with stuff. You know, that's when it starts to become very much a problem. All right. This guy's name is J.D. All right. And here he is explaining part of this. Well, you know, Titanic is best on VHS. September 1st, 1998, take the voyage home. That's what they were saying. That's what I was playing on the VCR. I was watching this thing over and over and over again. I checked that P.O. box. I mean, I got to fill the car up because there's so much Titanic, baby. I'm trying to get to a million. We have 2,467 right now, so we are so close <laughs> to that one million. All right, this has got to be a joke, right? Who's we? Because there can't be a wife involved in this, can there? I don't think so. <laughs> a roommate? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yes. His mom? Is, maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe. Um, is there anything, Scott, that you have collected that you decided, you know what, this really isn't collectible anymore? I'm going to get rid of it. Uh, Anything. No. <laughs> no. I have a storage locker full of stuff I haven't seen in like three years. Okay, why? I mean, why is do the I whole have a reason locker? to collect is because it'll be worth something, right? I'm always trying to ex- explain well, I mean, this and stu- understand it. It's stuff it. I like. You know, I only collect stuff I like. I don't collect like I, you know, pennies because I, they're collectible. I, I don't do that. It's just stuff I like. Okay, like as an example, and David's brought it up. We've heard about it many times. Yeah, it's, two Sammy Sosa cardboard cutouts right, well, from uh, the late nineties. Well, honestly, I thought that would be a good investment. Okay, but it's obvious now it's not. I was drinking but, a lot back then. Go ahead. Yeah. But but now you're actually paying for space to keep it. Yes. Now, would you say well, that's that's that the point because, of mental illness? Well, there was a house full of stuff, and then the divorce happened, and uh, I guess she didn't want the stuff in her house anymore. <laughs> So isn't that then time to get rid of the cardboard cutout, or you just I, can't no, part I, with I, it? I, well, no, I, I guess I can't. I don't know. It's a sickness. Storm. I'm, I'm mentally ill. <laughs> All right. Wow, that didn't take long. The show is full of mental illness. So I'm not the only one. Easiest intervention ever. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Yeah. Well, you've called me mentally ill plenty of times. You've called yourself that. I did not. I never oh. said I was mentally You said it. This is The Robin Show. <laughs> This holiday season, we're unwrapping joy and tuning in the cheer. Wishing you a Christmas merrier than a cat on a sled. My cats don't look very merry. Well, that's because you didn't train them very much. And a new year so fantastic, even your resolutions will bro-hug each other. Please don't touch me. From our crew to your ears, have a holly jolly Christmas and a side-splitting new year. Laughter is the best gift you can re-get. Come on, bring it in, bro. <laughs> Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, a bunch of protesters out there. Uh, Do any of these people have jobs? Of course not. It's just like a a weekend hobby. I have wondered the exact same thing. It's like Monday, Tuesday, when it doesn't matter what day it is or what time it is. We got nothing to do. No, it's because they're miserable people who have developed zero skills or zero healthy relationships, and so they have to do something. God, I love that slogan, David. You came up with it Friday, and I love it. (laughs) 
zero skills and zero healthy relationships. Well, before this, that is perfect. They were doing a bunch of fundraisers for the Palestinian people. They've been doing it for years. Oh no, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> they cared so much before. That's a knee slapper. Yeah. So, so there was a rally this time in Philadelphia, and a mob was going around the streets harassing uh, uh, Jewish-owned businesses. The mob stopped outside of a Jewish falafel place called Goldie's, and well, here we go. Okay. Okay. If only there was another period in world history where that we could compare this with, you know, where maybe mobs of people went and harassed Jewish-owned businesses. Hmm. Yeah, there was a time. Mm-hmm. How come dudes never lead those chants? Now, some do. Not as often. Uh, not very yeah. often. But I'm just thinking, okay, what's Philly known for? Cheese steak. What else? Rocky. What else? As far as the fans go, people oh, there. No, terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, well, I mean. Well, it's pretty tough. You talk about the fans. I mean, they, geez, they, don't put, they don't put up with a lot of garbage. No. So where are the people to go give a word to these protesters harassing the Jewish people? Where's the beatdown? And where's all those guys that booed Randall Cunningham out of town, huh? Where are they at? <laughs> What's the old joke? They booed Santa Claus. They did. Oh, yeah. So uh, just trying to understand. You wear a New York Giants jersey there. It, it, it's going to be rougher for you than telling a Jewish person they should leave. Right. Or you better watch out what happens to you. Mm-hmm. It's a, just a load of garbage. It's crazy that this is happening across American cities. I mean, you heard that chant. River to the sea, all this stuff. And I know we've talked about this a hundred times already, but you step back and then you hear that again. Mm. I mean, you got to get out in front of it. Yeah, I agree. Or I guess either that or people just, you know, ignore it. Yeah. Have the police start doing their jobs. Well, so many people don't want to start stopping traffic and all that. They don't want to get doxxed and they don't want to, you know, their lives turned upside down by the shrieking mobs and the mob rules. Yeah. Oh, I hate it, man. Just hate it. Meanwhile, so you got that going on. And at the same time, we're being told by the left, but still climate change is the greatest fear that we face as humanity. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. is it white supremacy? No, I, I think it is uh, climate change this week because you got all these world leaders and uh, famous and powerful people traveling to the Middle East to talk about how we shouldn't use oil anymore. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Anyway... Hillary Clinton was there. She spoke at the big climate change conference and says more and more people are literally dying because of climate change. Before we even hear this clip, I'm just going to ask a question. In Democratic politics, she doesn't have much of a voice anymore as far as the voting public. We've seen that in polling, right? Why does her voice matter to anyone on the world stage? Oh, I'm no. just asking the question. Because it's about business connections, not about winning hearts and minds. Absolutely. Thank you, David. We're seeing uh, and beginning to pay attention and to count and record uh, the deaths that are related to climate. And by far the biggest killer is extreme heat. I mean, even in Europe last summer, whoa, whoa, whoa. which... Hold uh, on. I just want to check ability- here for a second. I thought many... Many more people died from the cold 
than the heat. That That's generally how it has worked. However, as we talked about over the summer, there was a new effort to reclassify quote-unquote heat deaths Okay. in order to, well, fuel this panic of the world ending in 10 years or whatever. And so what are the sorts of things they did to count as heat deaths? Well, well yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it was Like not. if you died in the summertime? If right. you died any, any day where it's consecutively over 100. Uh, doesn't matter what it was. Chainsaw accident, he'd go, he'd, he'd death. Yeah. Well he, dro- okay. well, he dropped the chainsaw because his hands were so sweaty because it was <laughs> hot, and therefore right. it's a heat death. Yes. And he had long COVID. So yeah, it's a COVID true. death, too. Yeah. He was Got driving, it. fiddling with the air conditioning when he hit a wall. Right. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Go on, Hills. Has the ability to count and figure out what happened. They recorded 61,000 deaths because of the heat in Europe. We don't have that kind of number yet from Africa, Asia, Latin America, but we know and estimate that we probably uh, could uh, measure about 500,000 deaths. And the majority of those are women and girls, and particularly pregnant women. Yeah. Well, just checking boxes as she goes. How about people of color? Yeah. It's got to be. Well, she also said there, and uh, I know the clip was kind of jumbled up there or split apart, but she did say that, like, Europe and America can count. But she mm-hmm. implied that Africans don't know how to count. Oh, boy. I'm just saying, that's well, a little no. problematic, what Hills said. All right? I think that's true, David. But how many trans people died because of heat? That's all we need right. to know. We really mm-hmm. need to know that. Yes. Unbelievable, man. Okay. You know what? I just want to say this real quick. Thinking about all of the BS with climate change, and we mentioned Michael Schellenberger earlier, who's taken on the arrows for telling the truth. He used to be one of Obama's guys mm-hmm. when it came to the environment, saying, oh, okay, this isn't what the left is making it out to be. We can do a lot of different things. Someone else that got some attention over the weekend, I think it was hot air, was Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. Oh, I remember that guy. Called the unsung hero of COVID-19. Yeah. That, I guess, man, at Stanford, where he's at, I mean, it was brutal for him telling the truth, not just about COVID, but then the vaccines. And because of people like that, that did the Great Barrington Declaration at the time, these great minds that had the guts to actually tell us, regular folks, the truth about what was going on. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have known a lot of different things. The same way if we never had the Twitter files, we wouldn't have known how our government was trying to silence people like them through Twitter and other social media. So you always got to give the tip of the cap to the people that really have something to lose, and they do lose it, at least for a while, for telling the truth. And that's another one. In direct contrast to somebody like Hillary Clinton that will continually lie to people for their own personal gain. Man, oh man. Did see this story. Saw it a couple days ago, just hadn't had a chance to get to it yet. What some people will go through is crazy, especially knowing you're going to jail (laughs) and hiding different things within your body. I mean, this is more comical, I guess, than gross, but it's a little both just as a warning. There's only so many places, and there's not a... Dude, this is... I don't even want, I don't want to know. I was going to ask. I don't know how this works. How does this work? But I don't really want to know. But the story is this ex-con, lengthy rap sheet, and bad guy. 
I mean, you check this guy. Criminal history, domestic battery, um, violent felon. Okay? His name's Christopher Boyd. This is in Indiana. 32. Uh, was pulled over like 2 a.m. Obstructed license plate. Okay. Pat down of this guy turned up a small bag with multiple pills in his right sock. Uh-oh. Okay. He said he had gotten his narcotics from his Aunt Trish and believed the pills to be Percocet. He had used the painkiller because he had a bullet lodged in his spine. That's what he said. Okay. Before being placed in a cruiser, Boyd was searched, though he claimed to be unable to spread his legs very far due to the spine injury. Can't, can't too much, oh, man, anyway, because of my spine. While searching in Boyd's groin area, mm. Boyd tensed up. This was written in the police report. He asked the suspect, do you have anything stuffed in the groin or buttocks? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Okay. So they get to the county jail. As the story goes, Boyd was now walking with a limp and appeared to be clenching his buttocks as he walked. Well, who hasn't done that? Do you clench as you walk? After a night of, you know. Oh, oh goodness. Boyd was then placed through a body scanner, which detected a large object in the groin region. In the, okay. Strip search located two plastic bags containing marijuana tucked next to the, the medical terms. Okay. Scrotum. Mm-hmm. Mm. Police then sought to remove an unknown item from Boyd's rectum. Oh, no. While Boyd clenched, a cop was able to see that the object was a handgun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a handgun? A handgun. They make holsters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. I don't think that's so good, though, if you're actually going to try to take right. it into jail. That's some deep concealment. Wow, man, concealed carry is yeah. something there, man, huh? Was subsequently removed from inside Boyd and secured in a patrol car. Now you got to get a firearms expert to remove that just in <laughs> case it's loaded. Yeah. Holy cow. Man. Smith & Wesson bodyguard. You heard of it, David? Yeah. Oh, man. Weighs around 12 ounces, 5 <laughs> inches long. Oh, jeez. It is, you know, it's a micro pistol, yeah. but still. <laughs> Dang. Lightweight, oh. simple to use. There you go. Perfectly suited for concealed carry, but I don't think that's what they had in mind. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. In, in that world, trigger discipline just means not farting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Golly, man. Some of the crazy stuff that you see. I was going to guess it was a SIG hour. <laughs> or a pooger. <laughs> Is that a Glock in your butt? Excuse me. What? <laughs> okay. Um, with this uh, in your butt. This uh, in your battle butt. with Disney goes on. Shush. We'll get to that much more coming up. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. 
I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the 1 million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be cray. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Marshall Dan Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Marshall, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. There's a reason Disney has had a bad box office run, David. Oh, yeah. Bob Iger uh, was at that New York Times uh, summit, business summit. Oh, yeah. And talked about what was the problem or what the problem has been at the box office for Disney products. Uh, because the Marvels came out and it's, it, it's, it, it was a dud. The worst Marvel movie of all time, box office wise. Yeah. Uh, and he said, quote, the Marvels was shot during COVID. There wasn't as much supervision on the set, so to speak, where we have executives <laughs> really looking over <laughs> what's being done day after day. <sighs> so apparently it was because it was COVID. And then he also said, hey, look, it, you know, the experience of accessing films and watching them in the house is better than it ever was. And then he gives in. He puts in a plug for Disney Plus, saying streaming has replaced uh, going to the movies. Which there is something to that uh, on on that part. Uh, but then he did acknowledge that messaging in recent films has turned off certain audience members. He said, "Entertain first, not messages. Positive messages for the world sometimes overwhelm storytelling." So it's not saying we got it wrong. It's just saying, hey, we were focusing too much on 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 the woke stuff that sort of overshadowed the act of storytelling. So it seems the far left still holding Disney hostage. Yeah. In a way. Just remember all the executives that were caught. I mean, it was on Zoom calls saying we're trying to write more and more oh, yeah. LGBTQ plus stuff yeah. into the children's. Well, they thought it was a winning formula. Yes, and they're activists. That's their religion. That's yeah. that's what they're on the planet yeah. to do, is to push, well, their religion. So Iger's not saying, hey, man, we got way away from what made us great. Saying, well, we're trying to make the world great, but we got to make you know stuff that people like first. Make, yeah. We got to make money. How insane is that? Man, it, it reminds me. 
<laughs> something else that was totally insane I heard over the weekend. And any time, Scott, that you will bring up James Carville, whether it's on your trifecta or whatever, uh-huh. I always am wondering, who cares what this guy says about anything? Right. I mean, what's he most known for? He helped Bill Clinton get elected in 92. Yeah. You had one hit album. So what? He started He's in the war the Raging Cajun. But he was the brainchild, right? He was the okay. genius behind it. That's what we were told. Okay. Anyway. All right. So they, Bill Maher has him on, along with Dave Rubin. And they're talking about Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. Did you know he's more dangerous to America than Al-Qaeda? He's an idiot. Okay, yeah. One of the most insane statements. Listen to this. This Idiot. Mike Johnson and what he believes is one of the greatest threats we have today to the United States. I promise you, I know these people. You're talking about Christian nationalism. That's absolutely. This is a a bigger threat than al-Qaeda to this country. Let me tell you something. They have Speaker of the House. They got probably at least two Supreme Court justices, maybe more. Don't kid yourself. Is this going to be like a Christian jihad? What, they're killing people or what? Right. Or trying to talk more people into going to church. What's the big deal? Don't kid yourself. And, And people in the press have no idea who this guy is, how he was formed, what the threat is, and this is a fundamental threat to the United States. It is a fundamental threat. They don't believe in the Constitution. They'll tell you that. Mike Johnson himself says, what is democracy but, but two wolves and a lamb having lunch? The whole thing about Johnson when he came in was he talked about the Constitution. Listen, that's what they really, really, really believe. And to say, oh, come on, man, that's just some crazy shit. No, no. They they believe that, and they're coming, and they've been doing it forever. They're funded. They're funded. They're yeah. relentless. And, you know, they probably won't win for a while, but they might. No, and if they do, it's okay. blow, the whole country blows a gas. This is my question. If you say al-Qaeda is a threat to America... At least I think most people have images of like mass attacks, yeah. people dying. What is the threat of Mike Johnson? I still don't understand what he's talking They're about. They're forming a narrative right now that they'll help him with the election because they can't talk about their record. No. They have to talk about crazy stuff like this and get you to believe it. I don't know what I'm supposed to believe. What's going to happen? But this is that's all this is, is nonsense. He knows it's nonsense. But what is it? That's he, what I don't he understand. He throws it out there. It's Christian nationalism. It's all these white people and their fundamentalist beliefs, and they're coming to get you, and this is what they're going to do. They so got nothing weak. else. They got nothing else. This is it. This is the secret sauce. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day, uh, I think, is what the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer has uh, unveiled. It's not a yeah. lot of money, but there was money going directly from... Um, Hunter Biden's business into Joe Biden's personal bank account. That's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. And so the, the defense is like, well, it's a few thousand dollars. Oh, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is that you're, you're still talking about money that was being funneled from China into Joe Biden's personal bank account, something he vehemently denied. Right. There's no evidence. No. Wow. Yeah. We'll get to that. And a crazy story about why repairing An electric vehicle is so expensive. Straight ahead.
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, you know, uh, there are a lot of people very upset about the college football playoffs. Yeah. Florida State didn't make it. Perfect season. Didn't make it into the uh, college football playoffs, though. Yes. Senator Rick Scott has put out a letter. He is demanding answers and transparency from the College Football Playoff Selection Committee following its unprecedented exclusion of FSU football from the playoffs. Because they're an undefeated team, they didn't make the cut. Starting quarterback got hurt. I mean, and they're on they're their third-string third quarterback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You can still make the argument they got host. I totally get that. That's sort of like, okay, I'm from the state. I'm hearing all these people are very yeah, upset. Uh, to, yeah, I'm going to stand up for you. I'm going to go grandstand a little. Yeah, it's like... I demand answers. Well, well look, they, they make their selections based off of what they think the best games will be, who the best teams are. Now go do senator stuff, sir. Yeah. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. All these people do that. Yeah, I, you, your fight's my fight. I'm going to go fight for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. If I'm a fan of Florida State, I'm ticked. Well, yeah. I mean, what? how could I improve? Yeah. yeah. I mean, get a better schedule, I suppose. But Still, you're undefeated. I mean, your schedule's That's tougher true. than some of the ones that made it. That's just it. I mean, you, you did run the table. Right. I mean, golly. But next year, and this is, you know, little consolation to a Florida State fan, it'll be different because it, it's expanded next year. But not this year. No. Yeah. I mean, David, I know big college football fan. Yeah. I'll watch a little. I'll get that much into it. It's it's tough, man. And I understand there are a ton of people that are way into college football. But I think about how much money is generated. And it's, I mean, crazy cash. And people are getting rich off it. That, in my opinion, shouldn't be. And some of that's changing. But my goodness, man. And it, the whole ranking thing, it's just frustrating to me. You know, at least in the NFL. And who knows? Maybe we'll all find out someday that all this crap's rigged. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? My dad's been saying it for years. Especially when my team wins. <laughs> you know it's rigged. Shush! Well, the, the NFL. Just let me enjoy. No, yeah. but, but I mean, all of a sudden you'll see like a holding call out of nowhere. Right. And, you know, point spreads and all that stuff. And you always wonder. You know what I mean? But at least, you know, you win, you go on, whatever. But then there are calls at different points of games. You're like, how did that happen? Did you anybody see the part of the Eagles uh, 49ers game yesterday? The linebacker for the 49ers got booted? Yeah. Because yeah. you had a security guy yeah. from Philadelphia actually put his hands on the player after an unnecessary uh, roughness. roughness penalty. And he was jawing with the sideline. The security guy puts his hands on him to push him. And then as he's pointing at somebody else, he kind of grazes the guy's nose. The player's booted from the game. You know, it's interesting you you said it like that. Because I'm watching the same game. And I'm thinking he was trying to get separate players. Like that guy, he's like trying to pull that guy off. His guy. Okay. That's how I saw it. And the other guy poked him like that. And that's when all hell broke loose. I just, the way I saw it was there's no way the 49ers players should have been booted for that. 
Yeah. I've never seen a security guy yeah, get wh- thrown out. Yeah, why are you getting in the middle of that at that time? Well, it and- probably wasn't his place. I agree with you. Yes. And I know he's a hero in Philly and all that oh, stuff. They, oh, they love him now. Yeah. This guy's going to sell more cheap, more T-shirts than anybody. Yeah. By the way, you know, as far as yesterday, it was a bad day for, just in general. Eagles! Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. They took a butt kicking at home. Poor Senator Fetterman today. That was really sad. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, okay, this moron. Jamie yeah. Raskin? Yeah, um, well... Of course, we all know now, former Representative George Santos has been expelled from the House, and Democrats are once again proving to Republicans why they should never do stuff like this. And I'm not a fan of George Santos. The guy's a liar, probably a fraudster. Yeah. But so many times I've seen this where Republicans think they're going to be playing in good faith. Like, yeah. they're going to say, okay, look, yeah, we're, we're going to get this guy out, okay, And then it's never good enough. Democrats always come back with something else. Representative Jamie Raskin, he goes on MSNBC and made the Santos expulsion all about Donald Trump. (laughs) His uh, offenses, his fraud, his lies pale in comparison to the lies and fraud of Donald Trump whose big lie that he won the presidential election, which he he lost by more than 7 million votes, 306 to 232 in the Electoral College, Uh then led to his incitement of a violent insurrection against the union. And so all those Republicans who voted to expel Santos should drop their support for Donald Trump immediately, who certainly engaged in far bigger lies than anything George Santos ever attempted. Okay, circus is leaving town. Go back to your clown act. Just go. Who takes that guy seriously? What intelligent person do you know that takes that guy seriously? Well, it's people who only watch MSNBC or CNN. Yeah, they're brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, that news you had earlier about here's another shoe that's dropping on Biden. Yeah. And the Biden crime family, which the update is. Well, there's more evidence. Yeah, that there were a few thousand dollars that were transferred from Hunter Biden's business directly to Joe Biden. So, I, you know, when Joe Biden's been out there for the last several years saying, I never made one penny, never got one penny from my son. There was a total wall right. between mm-hmm. my son and his business. Well, that's not true because one of the companies run by or owned by Hunter Biden did actually transfer a few thousand dollars to uh, Joe Biden directly. So no one said that. Who said that? Caught in a lie there. And so right now the defenders are out there saying, <laughs> well, it was like four to five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? Not a lot. And that's true. It's not a lot. But then the other question is, why would Joe Biden lie about it then? Because it's just one domino. There are a whole lot more to come. That's part of the reason. But hey. We all just need to take a step back and know we're going to be in good hands if something happens to Biden and he's impeached, because that means Kamala Harris would be the president. And I mean, again, over the weekend, showing great leadership as far as the war with Israel and Hamas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She talked to the leader of Qatar about, you know, another pause as far as the ceasefire goes. Um, And she didn't word salad it at all. Okay. I did speak with the Emir, and the um, work and their commitment to this work is ongoing, as is ours, and um, our work uh. is ongoing to support some ability to reopen the pause. 
um, and, and to, to have a deal going forward where there will be a pause so that we can get hostages out and get aid in. You got it? No the work and their commitment to this work, work there was, is ongoing, as right. is ours, yes. and our work, work is ongoing to support some ability. Yeah. Three works. Three works in there. Yes. She likes the word. She loves to say it. Yes. It just, <laughs> how long do we have? I mean, seriously. What? Do I have to hear if I'm a racist or sexist or whatever if I criticize her? How many, well, yes, how many examples of stupidity do I have to give you? I honor your honor, my case. Well, every time, Scott, it's you're racist. That's just or it. I'm sexist or whatever I no. am. Yes. Yes. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are that Scott is racist, and, and every yeah, time right. he criticizes right. her, it's because you're a white male. It's like you're stuck in a spider web, and you're trying to get out. <laughs> it just it just keeps growing. Every time you pull apart, it comes back together again, and you just keep, you can't get out. Oh, they, <laughs> you have the people saying, well, she is held to a different standard, okay, I because know. she's Blah. a woman of color. Whatever. No, no, yeah, I, I actually agree. She is actually held to a different standard in that she's coddled. And don't believe me? Well, yeah. Uh, Dan Quayle, potato. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Uh, even Beto O'Rourke, that guy got laughed out of the Democrat presidential primary. Yeah. Yes. If Kamala Harris were a white dude, she would be completely out of the political game. But space is exciting. Space is exciting. <laughs> it spurs our imaginations. And it forces us. To ask big questions. Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all. <laughs> Yay! Yay! By the way, yes. you know why she was in Dubai? Climate change. Oh, I, I knew she, she was had, the rep. We were kidding about her going, but she ended up going. I couldn't believe it. She did. Uh, speaking of the climate and fossil fuels, and you think electric vehicles, been a huge push, oh, no yeah. doubt about it. And then you've heard the news over the last couple of months, a lot of electric vehicles sitting on car lots, can't sell them, trying to reduce the prices. People aren't wanting to buy so much. This might be another reason why. I saw this out of the Wall Street Journal, talking about why repairing your electric vehicle is so expensive. And they give an anecdotal story to start off. This dude, Scott McFiggin. Good name. That's a cool name. McFiggin. Scott McFiggin, yeah. The McFiggin Report. He's got a Rivian truck. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. And well, he got hit right in the back. Ooh. Um, and, you know, they said, what was it? The dent the size of a bowling ball under a rear so uh, not a tail big lamp? Deal, then. Not that big a deal. No. He, You know, he's thinking, how much would you think that would cost? couple grand? At least, yeah. Okay. So what, four grand tops? Maybe. That's uh, what you're thinking? Yeah. Uh, he said, I, I guess I was a little naive when I got the bill for $22,000. Whoa! Whoa! Dang! Yeah. Hey, now. And the vehicle took two and a half months to fix. Oh, man. What? So the story says, for EVs, repairs following a collision can cost thousands of of dollars more than their gas-powered counterparts because the fixes tend to require more replacement parts. 
Dang. The vehicles are more complicated, and fewer people do such repairs. So it says, after a crash, average cost of repairing an EV is $6,587 compared to $4,215 wow. for gas-powered. Wow. What's the insurance run on something like that? It goes up. Holy smokes. It says, okay, and as it's marketed, you buy an EV, there's, you know, less costs in maintenance. You know, oil changes, engine tune-ups, or replacement of timing belts means that electric vehicle owners spend half as much maintaining their vehicles. But then if something happens and you need the repair, then it's big. Well, yeah, you can't go through the the uh, the boneyard like my dad did with a <laughs> toolbox. Right. You know, we, we need a starter. Let's just take it off this car and go. Right. Yeah, you know, there, are, there aren't any in there. No, no, no. No. And then you've got the vehicles containing lithium-ion batteries require special uh, special storage consideration because of the risk of fire. And so you've got these repairs. It's more complicated to disassemble and then Dang. get it back together. It's the way the story says. Wow, man. Oof. Really interesting. David, you had a story about a car and a Christmas tree. Oh, dude. Yeah, uh, Dion Lim, she's a reporter uh, with KGO-TV in San Francisco, okay. shared this video. Uh, that was shared with her by a business owner. You see a, uh, a black SUV parked in a parking lot. Apparently the guy wanted to run in and grab a few things. Ten minutes after he parks and leaves, well, he's got a Christmas tree on top of his SUV. It's, I yeah. mean, it, there's ropes tying it down and everything like that. Yeah. Another that guy a in a white SUV just casually rolls up, parks next to him, whips out a knife, Cuts the, the the straps and steals the damn Christmas tree. Dang. Puts it on top of his car, leaves. This is in San Mateo, by the way. Wow. That's just crazy. like, what are you going to do about it? Right. Well, that's why we need Christmas tree equity in this country. Well, and, <laughs> and, well the, guy, the guy who stole it's driving a Lexus. I don't know if he paid oh, for it. Oh, dude. I, I just think... Apparently, she says that she sped up the video, so it does look like it's going a lot faster. She goes, no, 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 it takes a long time. I had to speed it up because of video uh, constraints. Because the guy was taking his time doing it. I mean, it's almost like, did he think he was taking the tree off a friend's car? <laughs> like they had oh, a deal so. set up? I'm just going to take this tree. Golly. Man, oh, man. So what happens then if there's a confrontation? Hey, you can't yeah. take the tree. Well, he's got a knife. What if you got the carry going on? Well, it's California, so you don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Gosh, dang. That's insane. And how do you identify your tree? Yeah, that's another good point. They all kind of have a tendency to look alike. I mean, it's it's simplistic to say, but isn't that part of the problem? There's too many people that are like, what's going to happen to me if I steal this? Right. Right. It's worth the risk. Why not? I pay a $50 fine. Tree's going to cost me 70 Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's something else we got to get to. Um, uh, a festival had to cancel a menorah lighting because of a divisive message. What was the message? Jewish people want to live? What? Yeah, we'll get to that much more coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. 
Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Thanks to Total Wine, you save more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Hi, this is Nicholas Cage. When you're a teenager, there are a lot of things going on that can produce stress and anxiety. The pressures of school, dating, and the future in general can seem overwhelming sometimes. But there are healthy ways to deal with stress, ways to reduce it and channel your energy in positive directions. And you don't have to do it alone. The Will Rogers Institute has a free booklet with some really helpful information. For your free copy, visit wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm Jeff Gordon. As a four-time NASCAR champion, nothing is more important to me than winning a race, especially the race to cure children's cancer. Each day, more than 40,000 children are undergoing cancer treatment at hospitals throughout the United States. Cure Search for Children's Cancer supports the research and treatment for 90% of those children. Only research cures children's cancer. Join the Jeff Gordon Children's Foundation in supporting this winning team. Get involved at caresearch.org. Cancer is a big idea for a small child. She dreams of being a figure skater. We're trying to figure out what to do next. Each school day, two classrooms of children are diagnosed with cancer. The doctor said there's hope. I'll be brave, Mommy. If I could just take her place. It's okay, Daddy. Only research cures childhood cancer. Give today. You can help fund this life-saving research to conquer childhood cancer. Visit CureSearch.org today. Hello, this is Michael Douglas. Pneumonia can be dangerous, especially for older people and for those who have diseases like asthma, emphysema, or chronic bronchitis. Fortunately, there's a vaccine that can immunize people against one of the most common forms of pneumonia. If you're over 60 or have a chronic lung disease, ask your doctor whether a pneumonia vaccine would be right for you. It could protect you from a serious illness or even save your life. A message from the Will Rogers Institute. Visit us at wrinstitute.org. Asthma, chronic bronchitis, 
emphysema, tuberculosis. These pulmonary diseases affect millions of Americans daily. And if you already suffer from one of these ailments, then you're well aware of the problems that you face. For over 75 years, the Will Rogers Institute has provided health education and research for all. For more information, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575. And find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Will Rogers Institute, since 1936. Kathy Ireland for the Will Rogers Institute. Are you worried that your kids aren't spending enough time being physically active? The best fitness is family activity. Ride bikes, play soccer, or just take a walk through the neighborhood. The important thing is to get your children moving with you. For more information on family activities and fitness, call the Will Rogers Institute. Call toll-free 877-957-7575 or visit WRInstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, this is in Virginia. What happened? Yeah, there's something called Second Sunday's Art and Music Festival in Williamsburg, Virginia. Okay. Uh, the Love Light Placemaking is the uh, uh, is the organizer of this festival, and they have canceled a scheduled Hanukkah celebration, including the lighting of a menorah that was supposed to happen on December 10th. Why? Um, the uh, the uh, founder of the festival, Shirley Vermillion, said, well, there were logistical challenges and sensitivity to the ongoing Israel-Hamas conflict. What sensitivity? You're scared? <clears throat> well, the concern is of folks feeling like we're siding with one group over the other. Not a direction. Well, we couldn't have that. <laughs> no, well, not, not a direction we ever decide to head. Cowards. Well, Unbelievable. Well, you're, you're also talking about an annual religious festival. Yes, it's not a political statement in that way, unless you have a bunch of anti-Semites who, who right. aren't actually worried about Israeli policy, but just straight up hate the Jews. Yeah. Looks like in Iran, they're going to have the lighting of the menorah because they're welcoming <laughs> of all faiths. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, wait a second. What about the coexist sticker? Yeah, right. What about that? Of course not. Holy. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey. Is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We as a nation have to revitalize what? 
Well, uh, I'll, I'll set the table here this way, is that uh, the world is a dangerous place, even in good times. Okay. And right now, we are not living through good times. The world is exceedingly dangerous, and we need to have moral clarity when it comes to moving forward, whether you're talking about Russia, Iran, Hamas, and Israel. We, we have to be able to see our leadership delivering a clear message about what they expect belligerents to do. Okay. Moving forward. That's why right. it sucks so bad that Kamala Harris is the vice president of the United States. Mm-hmm. She gave her thoughts on what needs to happen after the Israel-Hamas war. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Check this. Well, as I said, they, we have to revitalize the Palestinian Authority, which means... Stop there. Why? Yeah, why? We have to? Yeah, Why? Hamas ran the show. And remember what the stated goal was? Wipe Israel off the map. They don't want to coexist. You can give them the bumper stickers. They don't want it. So I don't understand the first part anyway. Yeah, that's a new record. That's not even four seconds in. Go ahead. Which means giving the support that is necessary for good governance. Um, Understanding that on the issues that must be resolved as we think of a plan for the day after, it is about good governance, which will bring transparency and accountability to the people of Gaza and the West Bank. Um, It's also about what we... Do you understand how people run things there? Do you understand who's running it? Do you know how to read? Who got 80% of the uh, a, a vote? Yes. Can you read stories? Can I, I, I mean, wh- what's wrong with her? Well, she's told what to say. This I know, is but the administration. Yeah. Even so. It's maddening, man. Um, it's also about what we need to do to recognize there must be some plan for security for the region. And I suspect it, as, a, as a plan develops, it will take into account interim and then longer term. And finally, what we must do in terms of rebuilding uh, Gaza. Security? Yes, right. Yeah. You need to stop the one group of people from killing the other group of people, even though they said that's their stated goal? Like, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that, Kamala? Right. Well, and, and again, about the clear-eyed, you know, moral clarity and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. in that region. A lot of these people, whether it's whether it's her, Joe Biden, a low-level staffer, when they talk about establishing a Palestinian authority that seeks security and peace, they're acting like there's this huge groundswell <laughs> within Gaza right. yes. for a government that works that way. There, there isn't. isn't. Does that nope. mean that you know every single person in Gaza needs to be killed? No. But the idea that you're going to have... A, a huge grassroots support for a government that functions essentially like a democracy is just ludicrous. It's not reality. It's not realistic. And to 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 talk in those terms, what you're really saying is Israel needs to get back in Gaza and run the show. That's really what you're saying. But they can't say that. No. Not at all. We're also... we're. <laughs> You cannot be under the assumption that Hamas has the same morality as the rest of the world. Of course not. I mean, they don't. They don't well, give a they... fat frog's fanny what you say. 
and they try to separate it out. We're not, we're not talking about Hamas. We're talking about the Palestinian Authority, which is run by Hamas. <laughs> well, exactly. Or, and if it's not Hamas, right. it's whack-a-mole. Right. It's another group with terrorist intentions. Well, the, it, it plays out over and over and over. Well, there, there's a reason why, you know, if you follow the, uh, the, the, the Palestinian saga throughout the Middle East, there's a reason why Jordan doesn't want them. Egypt doesn't want them. I know. Th- well, that's the whole thing, man. And <laughs> right. uh, send them to Jordan. You got different people that are doing the same virtue signaling in Jordan, saying we have to have justice for the Palestinian people. Well, bring them to Jordan. Yeah, you first. They don't want them. Why not? Well, mm. they like their own sovereignty. Right. Yeah. They, well, they don't want another coup. Exactly. I mean, right. <laughs> no. That's what it comes down to. Yes. Yeah, it's. They kind of like the way things are going now. I don't, man. So, yeah, that's Kamala Harris. She was also, you know, in Dubai. I think those remarks were from Dubai. She's she been... was there talking about how she's going to bring peace, I guess, and along with going to help the world uh, survive climate change yeah. and what we need to do. And again, man, Michael Schellenberger, great piece on Substack talking about this and how, as he calls it, climatism has gone from virtue signaling to vice signaling. And it's really wild when he gets into different numbers and then a story that was in the failing New York Times. And he says climate change is real, caused mainly by humans and something we should seek less of, all else being equal. But climate change is neither the end of the world nor our most serious environmental problem. You know, transitioning from fossil fuels to nuclear will take 50 to 100 years at minimum. And he sort of lays it out. And I like the way he does it because I think, you know, who knows who you can trust in this world when it comes to, you know, people in this stratosphere. Mm -hmm. But it seems like he's lost a lot by telling the truth. There are a lot of people that have turned on him. And what he says most of the time makes sense. Um, So the thing about all these people that go to Dubai and speak about climate change they're pursuing an agenda that is making energy scarcer, more expensive, and more environmentally destructive. And especially poorer people around the world are going to pay the price for that. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about, you know, nuclear and how it's a better option. We heard different people talk about that before. And he mentioned during last year's climate talks, there were 300 private jet trips. These are pretty well documented. Um, same people again. And it, it is this, well, and John Kerry has said it before, and so has Bill Gates. Yeah, but we're doing this as we're, we're the ones that are really saving the planet. So you got to give us a break on these private jets. You know what I mean? As far as carbon, blah, blah, blah. But Schellenberger brings up this failing New York Times real estate article celebrating the virtues of a millionaire couple who bought a second home, which is a beach home, and demolished it so they could build a larger $7 million home. Okay. He said, needless to say, the environmental impact would have been far smaller had they simply kept and better insulated the older house. But the best part was the failing New York Times published the article in the living small section. <laughs> I just It's rare when you're just reading something and you right. laugh out loud yeah. to yourself. Yeah. And, it, and then it's got a little bit of the piece... Living small. Their Cape Cod home isn't small. 
but its carbon footprint is. There you go. One Massachusetts couple decided to use the most cutting-edge green technologies in their new beach house. It was more challenging than expected. He said the moral of the story is that it's no longer good enough for the failing New York Times to celebrate the ruling class for being rich. The Times now celebrates the rich for being moral, too. Alex uh, Alex Berenson said of the piece, Everything you hate about climate change virtue signaling in the most absurd story you'll read this year. Except it's not virtue signaling. It's vice signaling. We've gone from lamenting climate hypocrisy to celebrating it. That's right. And that's just another case of that. I mean, eat the rich unless they're on our team. (laughs) Right? I mean, yeah, pretty much. What it is, yeah. A lot of times, yes. Um, We've done similar questions like this before. If you found a thousand bucks, would you return it? Of course. Yeah. Without a question, right? Yeah, I think Mm. so, yeah. Okay, you hesitated. Well, just a little bit. I mean, if it was the guy who just built a carbon house, whatever. I'm taking his thousand. Oh, so you're, you're taking a walk by the house and you see this yeah, little I envelope see, yeah. and it's a thousand dollars. If it's that guy, yeah, I'm taking it. You don't know it's that guy. You just found it. Oh well, I, then I'm not going to give. I'm going to give it back. You know, for two reasons. Number one, it's probably the right thing to do. A, probably. Yeah. Well, it is. You're and, hedging and a lot. B, even if I did do it, I'd get caught. I'd be the guy yeah. to get caught. I swear to you, they'd track me down, and I'd go to jail. So you could live with yourself just taking the money. But it's the fear of getting caught, not not doing the right thing. You know, it's interesting because I've never really taken money from okay. anybody. You know, I mean, I'm without them knowing it anyway. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, like I never went to my dad and went, hey, can I have a couple hundred bucks? Because he went, no. So you took it from him? No, I didn't. That's okay. what I'm saying. Right. No. I got you. Well, a poll asked people, hey, found $1,000 on the ground. 47% of people said they'd keep it if no one else was around. 47%? Is that higher than you thought? Yeah, it is. Um, who is more likely to keep it, women or men? Men. David? I will say that uh, women steal a lot more than you might think. So I'm saying Women men. were slightly more likely to say they'd keep it than men. Yes. Yeah. Then they broke it down by cities. The most honest city was Jacksonville, Florida. 62% there said, yeah, they hand it over. The other honest cities, L.A. Oh, I don't believe that. Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Atlanta. The most dishonest, Detroit, Memphis, and New Orleans. Very interesting. Well, 38% there. In Atlanta, if, you, if they don't find it. They just steal it from you. Right. But by gunpoint, so that that's okay. But finding it, you got to give it back. I was thinking Jacksonville. You find a thousand dollars on the ground, you're looking around for a tweaker who dropped it. You know, you don't want to run into a meth dealer. <laughs> that's true. Yes. There's a lot of good, honest people in Jacksonville. Yeah, I know. I'd, we hear from them all the time. I, How dare you? David didn't want to indicate that there was a bunch of tweakers there. You know, man. Oh man. Well, I mean, and you said everything we needed to know there, Scott. Yeah, I think I would. I might as well. You had done it. I'd casually look around first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got to get to another news update. And a rock band hangs it up over the weekend, but they live on. We'll explain coming up.
Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. See, there was a terrible bombing at a Catholic church in the Philippines over the weekend. It's like it was radical Mormons again. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was not. Are there pitchforks? Did they? No, it was the mm-hmm. radical Buddhists. Nope, no. nope. No, uh, it looked this... like it was. No, it was ISIS. No. Yes. Terrible. Uh, the president said, I condemn in the strongest possible terms the senseless and most heinous act perpetrated by foreign terrorists, um, extremists who wield violence against the innocent will always be regarded as enemies to our society. Who said that? The president. Ferdinand Marcos Jr. You know, our president would have taken him three days. He would have had to test the waters first, see which side he's supposed to be on. And then some sort of mealy-mouthed, we condemn it. I mean, it's one of these things now where you have, you know, different organizations live streaming things. So the media doesn't have to play the game of, well, we don't want to jump to conclusions what right, this right. could be. Yeah. Because it's all these various groups that carry out such extremist acts. Right. Urgh. Ridiculous. Okay. Oh, and then there was the stabbing at the Eiffel Tower. Oh, gosh. Jeez. France. Yes. Watch out for the uptick in Islamophobia, though. you got to be very fearful for that, just like the rise in anti-Semitism. Remember. Uh, You probably saw there was a lot of different news reports 
Kiss final farewell show was played over the weekend in their hometown in New York at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, look, one of your boyhood favorite bands. I was a huge Kiss fan. Yeah, member of the Kiss Army. How do you feel about all this? Uh, good for them. Yeah, you know. I know. Listen, man, Kiss fans will go on and on. Ace and Peter should have been there, and then Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons said no. No, they had their choice, and then they didn't, and it was this back and forth thing. And, I mean, I haven't seen him now in years. I saw him, I don't know how many times, you know, through the years. And we'll still listen to a few Kiss records occasionally. I didn't have much interest seeing them anymore. I mean, you've already seen it. Well, they're going to live on. That's my point. Well, this is the weird thing, man. So then they unveiled a new version of the band, a virtual version. And will people go? I don't know. Yes. I have no idea. But it's it's avatars. It's like, you know, you go see a hologram tour. I don't understand that. Some people go. It's it's very on brand for KISS, though. Oh, it is. This one doesn't they all, feel They wrong. always said, yes, they always said it would live on and other people would play their parts. You just didn't know it was going to be this hologram thing. Yeah. The digital KISS was created by George Lucas's special effect company. Dang. The same people that did the virtual ABBA show. And when I read that, I said... Abba did a virtual show? I didn't know that. I didn't either. Um, Paul Stanley said, what we've accomplished has been amazing, but it's not enough. The band deserves to live on because the band is bigger than we are. We deserve to make more money on <laughs> right, this. Right, exactly. Golly. <laughs> we haven't milked this thing enough. No. <laughs> then you get your official Kiss Hologram Tour lunchbox, right? <laughs> I was, Limited I edition. To- I learned today that they actually sold air guitar strings with like a little Kiss logo. You got an envelope, but there's nothing in it, but you got got a little coin or something with it. You're joking right I'm now. not. But one of the guys at our rock station, one of our rock stations told me that today. Air guitar strings? Come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, and you got a little, you got a little thing David's in there. David's looking it up. You got something in there too with Kiss to, uh, it was like a little coin or something in there, or a guitar pick or some kind of thing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that, that, yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah, Kiss Air Guitar Strings. Well, there's the Kiss Coffin, too. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah? Yeah. Did you get it? No, but I saw You're it. You're not going to be buried in the Kiss Coffin? Like, really cool, though. The Kiss Pinball Machine was a big one. Yeah, I remember that one. I mean, all the merchandising. Big time. Yeah. So when, okay. Lunchboxes. Did you ever have a Kiss belt buckle? I never did. I had two. You have a Kiss lunchbox? I think so. Yeah. And an Evil Knievel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've told you before, I got kicked out of Sunday school for my Kiss belt buckle. My mom wasn't happy. <laughs> it was the dragon boot. I've looked that up on eBay. I wish I still had it. It would have been worth some money. Yeah, really? Yeah, some of that stuff is... Oh, yeah. I had the kiss cards. Yeah. I mean, I was in fifth grade when all that stuff was hot, like in 1977. Oh, the good old days. Yes. yes. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David? Uh, well, there are a couple competing for my personal attention. I mean, one of them, of course, is... Uh, House Oversight Republicans say that they have uh, subpoenaed bank records for uh, Hunter Biden's company, or one of them, and they show that there were a few payments directly to Joe Biden. No. Which goes against what Joe Biden has said in public multiple times. Never made a dime off my son's business. And that money was laundered through Hunter Biden's business from China. So the other question is, what else was Joe Biden lying about? 
everything. But we will get to that. And then you got your big three of the day, Scott Robbins. Yep. The trifecta straight ahead right here. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley, Van Camp, and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, Gen Xer, Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. Another news update, David Van Camp. Well, as we are uh, still following the uh, goings-on between Israel and Hamas, as Israel has restarted uh, the war, apparently the ceasefire talks fell apart last week as we were following them, uh, the State Department spokesman, Matt Miller, explained why he thinks... The talks all fell apart. It has to do with the selective releasing of hostages and explaining why Hamas does not want some women who are being held captive to be released just yet. Oh, okay. One of the reasons they don't want to turn women over that they've been holding hostage and the reason this pause fell apart is they don't want those women to be able to talk about what happened to them during their time in custody. Um, certainly, there is very uh, little that I would put beyond Hamas when it comes to its treatment of civilians and particularly its treatment uh, of women. It's really interesting, especially yeah. when you have different people on the left talking about people in congress that won't even denounce the raping from hamas and (laughs) yes it is this not only a real war but also the war of talking points that goes on and hamas is cognitive of that and knows that it's sort of winning that war across the globe with all the anti-semitism so man if we release these women they're going to start talking that's going to make us look even worse yeah and then you wonder, will it even matter with some of the kooks that are out there? I don't know. I mean, Representative Pramila Jayapal, a Democrat, uh, just over the weekend, just yesterday, speaking to Dana Bash, Dana Bash says, hey, why is it that so many progressive women who are usually all about, you know, protecting women, uh, about making sure that there are safe places for women to exist, why is it that they have not forcefully spoken out against the atrocities committed by Hamas, particularly against women. And she turns it right back around yeah. and starts talking about Israel. It's crazy, man. I think we have to remember that 
Israel is a democracy. That is why they are a strong ally of ours. And if they do not comply with international humanitarian law, they are bringing themselves to a place that makes it much more difficult strategically for them to be able to build the kinds of allies to keep public opinion with them. And frankly, uh, morally, I think we cannot say that one war crime deserves another. That is not what international humanitarian law says. Okay, with, with respect, I was just asking about the the women and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question, Dana. I, I said it's horrific no, and okay. I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. However, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the <laughs> outrages against Palestinians. Yeah. But you're, you don't see Israeli soldiers wow. raping. Um, well, Dana, I think women. we're not, we're not, I, I don't want this to be the hierarchy of oppressions. <laughs> the hierarchy of oppression. But okay. But yes, you do actually. Yeah, you do. Because the left is always talking about the occupation and apartheid and all of this, justifying the attacks that Hamas unleashed, saying, "Well, it didn't happen in a vacuum." You got to understand here why Hamas would get to this point. There's never been a Palestinian state. There's never been one. I wonder how many people actually know that. No. Well, I always actually kind of laugh when when people talk about colonialism with Israel. It's like <laughs> right. you, you do realize that the name Palestine actually comes because of Roman colonialism, the Roman Empire. Right. Exactly. Wow, that's something. Okay, did you have another update, or was that it? Uh, well, just I, this caught my eye. And okay. I'll, I'll just say I thought this. there was something else. Yeah, um, because of you know the world being on fire right now venezuela also is looking at invading uh one of their neighbors in order to cash in on some oil that may be under the soil Mm -hmm. um so everything is kind of falling apart around the world and we know it's in large part not not entirely but in large part because america is in a weakened state right now we got a senile president who really is not willing to commit to uh, uh projecting american strength True and international average of pressure. <laughs> Except for whatever that is. Right. <laughs> now, of course, Donald Trump is the front runner in the Republican presidential primary. And if Joe Biden does not step aside, it looks like it'll be those two guys again. We'll see what happens in the primary, but it looks like there's a really good chance it'll be those two guys uh, in 2024 facing off against one another. So yeah. Democrats are, are, are panicking. Liberal journalists are panicking about this. We've had countless examples of it. One of my favorite ones, though, just was posted on X or Twitter. Okay. It's from Thor Benson. He's a writer featured in Wired, The Daily Beast, The Atlantic, Rolling Stone, and NBC News. Oh, boy. Put out... I feel like a lot of voters have forgotten what it was like to wake up every morning with Trump as president. You would wake up and nervously check the news to read about the latest ridiculous or terrible thing. Democrats should probably cut some ads aimed at reminding voters of that. Oh, my God. The, the reality is, is that, and, and unfortunately, and I say, that, I say this as a Trump voter, a majority of Americans just were kind of annoyed by him or didn't like his style very much. But... Outside of the bedwetting media class and political class, most people, unless they were just locked into CNN every night, 
we're not having they did not have a four year long panic attack about Donald Trump. Do you remember? I want to say it was April 2017 or maybe it was all the way into June with all the people losing their minds. And all I said was, imagine if you didn't watch any news or consume any sort of media for these people that were freaking out about Trump. I just asked the question, how has your life personally changed at all? Mm -hmm. And if people were to answer honestly, it hadn't. Because there were this panic of people saying, I know my friends that happen to be gay, they have to move. Or they're right. going to get thrown out of the country. Or die, ah, get killed. Or they're yeah. killed. Yeah. Was like, Are you crazy? No, it didn't affect anybody. But this guy, you forget. You wake up every day just not knowing what was going to happen next. Thank you, honey. Thank you. <laughs> the bedwetting. You know it's coming back. Oh, yeah. In a Big way. All right, Scotty, you ready for your Yeah, big let's three? go, man. Let's Here do it. Go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta his top three stories of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, no, no show this weekend again. I mean, I left the light on for you. Got you. He under the mat. No Casey. Believe me, I didn't want to go. Well, why didn't you just tell me that to begin with? I'm ready. Do this to me all the time. I don't know why. Number three in a sign of the times, Philadelphia has banned masks. This is so stupid. Uh, (laughs) This is their solution, by the way. Philadelphia experiencing what a lot of cities are, epidemic amounts of retail theft going on all over the place. So the city council moved this week. They're going to do something about it. Damn it. We have a solution. Okay. They passed a ban on wearing ski masks in certain places with a modest fine imposed, by the way, on those who violate this law. It's true that, of course, many looters do, in fact, wear masks because they want to conceal their identity. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. While some people are mad because of the measure, they also claim will unfairly target people who wear masks because of health reasons in the winter. <laughs> uh, the measure would ban ski masks in public spaces. Schools, recreation centers, parks, city-owned buildings, public transportation, retail outlets. You know, here's the thing. I mean, if someone is going to willing to risk walking into a place in broad daylight and ripping things off and stuffing them in their pockets, a modest fine for wearing a mask is never going to stop them. No. Well, I'll tell you what would if everybody was armed. Well, just today uh, in Philadelphia at a Macy's, uh, a security guard was killed. Another was injured in a stabbing. Yeah. The shoplifter went in there, was trying to steal a bunch of hats. They kicked him out. Guy comes back with a knife and starts stabbing. Wow. Unbelievable. I mean, th- w- these videos you see of this yeah, smash and grab stuff is remarkable. The left is to blame. And you've got people in the store yep. who have been told, do nothing. Correct. Do nothing. And they don't. You got to have law and order, man. And and there, on some cases, I don't blame them because they could die over their retail gig. Well, you got to believe this is what George Soros wants: mass chaos. Gosh, dang! In all these cities. Now on with the so countdown. So let's ban mask wearing. Okay. Scott Robbins trifecta top three of the day mm-hmm. up to number two. Uh, number two, Sheila Jackson Lee, representative running for the mayor of Houston, doesn't know when election day is. 
No, uh, she she's in a real tight battle right now, too, yeah. for this whole mayor of Houston thing going on. Uh, she would like to urge you, the voters, to get out there on Election Day and vote for her. That's according to her new TV ad. Now on her TV ad, she says, make sure you get out there on December the 7th and vote for me. Except the election is December the 9th. Oh. Oops. Oops. We will overcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, she's right then. You know, you vote on or before December 7th. Or after. <laughs> right. You, but but you, if you do it before, you, you know, at right. least she didn't yeah. right. say yes. vote on the 11th. No, but you, the, the mail-in ballots have to stop on the 5th. So you can't, they won't accept anything after mm-hmm. the 5th. So I don't know what's going on the 7th. It sounds like some racist voting laws going yeah. on to me. How it's does, by history. You know, these campaigns, by the way, for the, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's her or somebody running for county board where you live. I mean, there are gatekeepers set up with each campaign, right? Before we put a flyer out, let's take a look at it to make sure it's accurate. Yes. Who the hell does this? <laughs> she running for? I mean, this is a TV ad. She's running for mayor of Houston. And yes. Then it comes up on the Chiron. Vote uh, the, the seven. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. That's pretty good. And the countdown continues. This guy Robbins trifecta top three. And finally, yes. one. Uh, breaking news. A study shows that men who think they're women are mentally ill. What? Uh, uh, yeah, study out of Finland this time around. Uh, tells us what every sane person already knows about this gender dysphoria sweeping the nation. Their claim now is, hey, according to our study, this is a uh, mental illness. And there is no medical treatment for gender dysphoria. It doesn't cure the mental illness. It doesn't relieve the symptoms, okay? So if you get your Mr. Kanish whacked off, it's not going to help you, all right, in any way, shape, or form. The study in Finland was with 3,655 people with gender dysphoria who contacted the nation's gender identity services between 1996 and 2015, or 2019, rather, they found that a much higher psychiatric need uh, than matched controls of the general population. Refusing, refi- receiving gender transition treatment, it was not tied, by the way, to a reduction in psychological needs. In other words, no more people committed suicide in this control group of people who had it done versus people who didn't have it done. So the whole idea that people are going to kill themselves if you don't allow them to do it has been discredited once again Yes, by another yeah. study. Many times. There's over and over again. 20-year Swedish study that, that, I mean, that showed absolutely no reduction in no, the suicide No, this one doesn't rate. either. Right. It, it just, it's, it's flat. Yeah. Whether you had the surgery or didn't have the surgery, whether you thought you were or you didn't, weren't, it, there was no difference. Well, it's been said many times, and it's true. It's the only type of dysphoria that's treated the way that it is. That's a great point, too. Yeah. Like you're going to lean into it. Right. No. My goodness, no. Social dysphoria, body dysphoria. Well, like, I, I, I shouldn't have this arm. Well, they, yeah. They don't go chopping somebody's arm off. Yeah. It's well, insane. It, several years ago, there was a news story about that, about, like, cosmetic, uh, cosmetic amputations. Yes. And yeah. what were the ethics around that? Because there were some surgeons who were doing that, but they were outliers, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely crazy. There you have it. They weren't doing it at accredited hospitals or anything. No. No, but they found out, boy, that's a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, now it's... Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Scott Robbins, trifecta. Well done. All right.
It's really been an honor for me. Yeah, thanks for showing up again. <laughs> we got to get to another news update. And Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead, right here. Goodbye. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. There's an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MVCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, before we get to Nimrod's news update, David Van Camp. Oh, you know, you got this big climate change thing going on. Oh, yeah. Um, And a lot of folks have pointed out yet again that, hey, it seems like a lot of people who are telling us to eat bugs and be happy with rationed power are flying private to these things. Odd, right? Sure are. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it on Zoom? Yeah. Andrew Friedman. you made us, I'll do. Andrew Friedman is a reporter for Axios, a climate reporter, you know. They have those. Says, to all those complaining about world leaders flying to attend a meeting on climate change, you're not saying anything original. Well, yeah, it's just pointing it out again. Uh, Says, fact is, you can't do a Zoom call with 190 countries and talk, and face-to-face talks move the needle the most. Sorry, but um, we were asking third graders to learn how to do math over Zoom. And this whole thing, you got to have the 90, 190 countries, and this is yeah. how it happens, the face-to-face sort of stuff. How's the uh, Paris Climate Accords working out? Yeah. That was all face-to-face. That was very self-important people making assurances that they were going to cut their carbon footprint, blah, 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 as a nation. And then how many did it? 
Not, yeah. I was going to say. As to what they said they were going to do. crickets, yes. Yeah. Axios reporter, you say. Yes, very strong stuff. All right, we ready for Nimrods? Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news, North Miami Beach, Florida. This lady found herself behind bars. She was allegedly using counterfeit bills at Walmart. Zipporah Abraham, she's 38. Mm. Um, you know, she had all this stuff that she was trying to hide. You know, in the surveillance footage, you could see it. Um, and she would, like, walk past it, you know, pacing back and forth. She had it all in the storage bin, and then she was caught. And so she's getting taken into jail. They're saying, hey, you got to remove your jewelry. As she was doing that, she put $200 worth of counterfeit bills in her mouth and tried to eat it. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Was it tasty? I don't. I hope it was low calorie. She doesn't need any more. Tell you that. <laughs> and that's Nimrod's in the news.